From Happy Cat Studios in Indianapolis, Indiana, it's time for the Rick's Rambles podcast for the week of April 17th, 2023. Let's get right into our fun facts of the week. Fun facts. Well, this week's fun facts are about one of my favorite creatures in the world. Both Holly and I are fascinated by bats. We love those little critters. We have some bat fun facts for you today. Number one, there are over 1,400 species of bats worldwide. The difference in size and shape is impressive, from about the size of a hummingbird to bats with an over six-foot wingspan. They appear on every continent except Antarctica and in the polar regions of the North Pole. Number two, I hadn't really thought about this, but it makes sense. Not all bats hibernate. Even though bears and bats are two of the most well-known hibernators, not all bats spend their winter in caves. Some bat species, like the spotted bat, survive by migrating sometimes thousands of miles to warmer climates to spend the winter. Number three, because they're so fast, bats have few natural predators. Disease is their biggest threat. And the predators they do have are owls, hawks, and snakes. But that's nothing compared to the millions of bats that are dying from a disease called the white nose syndrome, which is a type of fungus. It's been detected in 37 states and in all Canadian provinces. Number four, without bats, we could say goodbye to bananas, avocados, and mangoes. Over 300 species of fruit depend on bats for pollination. Number five, well, a lot of people think bats are scary, right? What has the most to fear from bats? Well, night flying insects. Each night, bats can eat their body weight in insects, numbering in the many thousands. This insect-heavy diet helps foresters and farmers protect their crops. Bats are the only flying mammals. Well, there is something called the flying squirrel. It glides. It doesn't actually fly. Number seven, they're really, really fast. Bats can fly at over a hundred miles an hour and, of course, can turn on a dime. Number eight, conservation efforts are helping bats recover. At least 12 types of U.S. bats are endangered and many more are classified as threatened. These amazing animals face a multitude of threats, including habitat loss and disease, but work is underway to change all that. Number nine, bats have a much longer lifespan than I thought they might. They can live up to 40 years. And number 10, like cats, bats clean themselves fastidiously. There you go, 10 fun facts about bats. The longer I live, the more I realize there may not be any chance encounters. Perhaps everybody we run into during the course of a day, we run into for a reason. And that's what today's good news story is about, a random encounter in a Lowe's home improvement store. When Lowe's employee Dave Urban came across the Getty family in the PVC piping aisle, he thought he would be helping them find the right fittings for a plumbing project or something like that. It was after he heard what was being built and who it was being built for that he took the time to do more than just help. The Getty family was building parallel bars to help their son, William, learn to walk. He was born very prematurely, just 23 weeks, so as a result... He has quadriplegic spastic cerebral palsy, and one of the goals for William is to get him walking, said his mother, Jessica Getty. So inspired by young William, Dave ended up spending a half an hour cutting and fitting the PVC right there in the store, ensuring that everything was perfect to help Will get started finding his feet in the world. Then came the test. Will got up out of his wheelchair and grabbed a hold of those bars. I wish you could see that courageous smile of his, that sense of pride. It just keeps getting to me, Urban said, holding back the tears. 
Within just a moment or two, William was taking his first steps, holding on to the parallel bars that Urban had assembled right there in the store. The whole family saw how much it meant to Dave and quickly made a lasting friend out of the man who himself has said, this experience has paid me back well over a hundred times. I love this short story. You know, we just never know who we're going to run into at the gas station or the coffee shop or a restaurant or someplace else. And they may either have a lasting effect on our lives or we may have a lasting effect on their lives. Your good news story for today. Once again, thank you so much for spending a few moments out of your day with me. This podcast is largely a labor of love. I've always thought that I should do my part to try to make the world a little more kind, gentle, and positive place, and that's what I'm doing with this podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, there's a couple of ways you can do that. The easiest, and it's free, is simply share it on your social media and let people know what you're listening to. If you'd like to support financially, well, there's a couple of ways you can do that. I've partnered with a company called Follow that sells wildlife travel tracking bracelet. You can track your own penguin or shark or elephant or lion, many other animals, and you can support wildlife conservation and positive internet content at the same time. I'll put a link in the show description where you can purchase one of those bracelets, or you can simply buy me a cup of coffee, and I'll put a link to that site also. Once again, thank you so much for your support over the past couple of years, and I'm looking forward to a long run of the Rick's Rambles podcast. Well, if you know anything about me, you know that I love to and I love music, so it stands to reason there's nothing I love more than a good train song. From OutdoorCountry.com, here is their list of the 10 best country music train songs of all time. Number 10, This Train is Bound for Glory by Randy Travis. They picked the Randy Travis version, and it is indeed a fantastic version, but it's been recorded by Johnny Cash and Hank Snow and just so many other people. They call this the hallmark of the country music hymnal You know, I have never heard of the country music hymnal, but now I have to get that. Number nine, I had kind of forgotten all about this song because it never made a big hit. Trains Make Me Lonesome by George Strait. It's a fantastic song, and it is the epitome of a sad train song. For number eight, we're going to go from a sad train song to a happy train song, Freight Train Boogie, Doc and Merle Watson. If you're not familiar with the music of Doc and Merle Watson, Amazing, fantastic musicians. Check that out. Number seven, In the Pines by Bill Monroe, a bluegrass country classic to be sure, and one of the most memorable melodies in all of music. Number six is a song I've always been fond of, and I seldom hear, and it has kind of gone out of my mind. I'd kind of forgotten about it. Now I need to work this song up so Holly and I can do it. It's called Hobo Heaven by Boxcar Willie. Boxcar Willie was one of the most interesting people in country music, one of the most interesting entertainers. I had the great chance to meet him when I was working in Branson. Really fascinating fella. Number five, Waiting for a Train by Jimmy Rogers, the singing breakman. If you're not familiar with that song, you need to look it up. Number four is one of my favorites, and one that Holly and I do really pretty often, City of New Orleans, written by Steve Goodman. They picked the Willie Nelson version of it, but so many other people have covered that song. Indeed, a fantastic song. Number three, an instrumental, The Orange Blossom Special by Flat and Scruggs, perhaps the most recognizable bluegrass instrumental. Number two... 
the Wabash Cannonball, and they picked the Carter family's version of this song, although, again, this is one of those songs that just about everybody has recorded. It is a great song. And number one, what do you think the number one country music train song is? Well, I don't think there's any question. I agree with their choice. Folsom Prison Blues. I can't think of many opening lines that set the mood for a song like the opening line of Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming. It's coming around the bend. What a great way to open a train song. Just for fun today, the top 10 country train songs. And one more just for fun segment today, five things you might not have known about the Andy Griffith Show. Number one, Don Knotts only had a contract for a single episode. They didn't intend for Don Knotts, Barney Fife, to become a regular, so he just contracted for one episode. However, after Sheldon Leonard, the producer, saw the relationship formed between him and Andy in the show through just one episode, he offered him a one-year contract, which turned into a five-year contract. Number two, this is really interesting, and this is one of the things I did not know. That iconic opening scene where Andy and Opie are walking to the lake, and Opie picks up a rock and throws it into the lake, and you see the splash. Well, when they filmed that, Opie couldn't hit the lake. His arm wasn't strong enough to throw the rock all the way to the lake. So a prop man stood off screen and threw at the same time Opie did so you could see the splash in the lake. This is one of my favorite bits of trivia about this show, and a lot of folks don't know this. The theme song has a title. It's called The Fishing Hole, and it actually has lyrics. Earl Hagen whistled it. One of the co-authors of that song whistled it during the theme for the show, but Andy did record the full vocal version on one of his albums, and you can find that on YouTube. Just look up The Fishing Hole by Andy Griffith. Number four, I love this. Andy Griffith apparently really loved to play practical jokes. The filming schedule was pretty grueling, and so naps were common on the set, and Andy loved to wake people up from their naps in unorthodox ways. Don Knotts was often woken up from a nap by the clattering of a film canister at his feet, where Andy would sneak into his dressing room and drop it at his feet. One of my favorites is that George Goober Lindsay was taking a nap as suddenly woke up to a duck in his lap that Andy had captured and brought into his dressing room and put on his lap. And number five, the Andy Griffith Show went off the air while it was still number one, a very rare occurrence. Only two other shows have gone off the air when they were number one. Do you know what they were? They were I Love Lucy and Seinfeld, five things you might not have known about the Andy Griffith Show. And it's time for our special days for this week. Today, Monday, April the 17th, is Bat Appreciation Day. It's World Malbec Day, National Cheeseball Day, and it's National Kickball Day. Tuesday the 18th, International Amateur Radio Day. My wife and I are both amateur radio operators. Holly is KC9SPT, and I am N9GSU. It's National Animal Crackers Day, and it's National Pinata Day. Wednesday the 19th, Bicycle Day, National Amaretto Day, National Banana Day, and it's National Garlic Day. Thursday the 20th is National Cheddar Fries Day, National Pineapple Upside Down Cake Day, and it's National High Five Day. Friday the 21st, Bulldogs Are Beautiful Day, National Chocolate Covered Cashews Day, and it's World Creativity Day. Saturday the 22nd is Earth Day, National Jelly Beans Day. And we'll wrap the week up on Sunday the 23rd with National German Beer Day, National Creator Day, National Cherry Cheesecake Day, 
and it's National Picnic Day. That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the Rick's Rambles podcast. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes of your week with me. I hope you enjoyed the show. I sure enjoyed putting it together. If you don't mind, take a minute, share it on your social media, let folks know what you're listening to. And until next week, be kind to as many people as you can, as often as you can. We'll start right now, and we'll make the world a better place.